0: Entertaining. Cool. You're listening to L.A. Talk Radio.
1: Nice friends. He said-
2: This is Max and Friends. I'm your host, Max Tucci. Welcome back to another Max and Friends. If it's your first time joining us, where have you been? I've been here for 13 years, and there goes my phone reminding me that I've been here 13 years. So if it's your first time, welcome, welcome, welcome. And listen, we're here on LATalkRadio.com, but we're also on all podcasting platforms. So that means iHeartRadio, Pandora, Google, wherever you are, you can say Max and Friends. And you'll get a wonderful array of shows that we have there. And, you know, things that bring me joy. That's really the topic of today's show because joy, according to the dictionary, is a feeling of great pleasure and happiness. And Max and Friends brings me that joy. It brings me great pleasure. It brings me happiness. And it brings me a platform where I can bring you interesting guests that I really – that have inspired me or that have motivated me or that – Bring Me Joy. And there's a wonderful book that's out this Christmas. My guest who's joining us this evening, she'll be here with us in just a moment. Debbie Travis is going to be here. And the book is Joy, Life Lessons from a Tuscan Villa. Why does this ring so beautifully to my ears? Because you know that I have my Tuscan Villa. (laughs) And the life lessons that I've learned from that are quite incredible. I've learned that America is a wonderful place to have convenience 24-7. And that Italy, you really have to take a beat. You have to enjoy la vita bella, the beautiful life. You know, when we take a moment to just be still in life sometimes, life presents itself to us in such a beautiful way. And I love when I'm in Tuscany under the cypress trees or at the villa and I have that beautiful glicine, which is the wisteria that's growing around the villa or the fig trees and the olive trees. And there's just this essence of Tuscany that really, I think the best candle that I've ever um, smell that reminds me of Italy is from Rigo and it's called Cyprus. And it's just like I can close my eyes and I feel like I'm in Florence. Um, I miss Florence. You know, for those of you who are tuning in for all these years, uh, tweet me at Max Tucci, Instagram me at Max Tucci. You all know that I was supposed to go like live in Florence 2020. For the year I was going to go, I was going to renovate the villa. It was going to be like this incredible experience. I started it in 2019. So I already like, you know, I had the defibrillators out and I gave the villa a super, you know, max shock. And it came to life. And and then COVID. So what does that mean about joy and COVID and life lessons? So, you know, when I decided like I'm going to go live in Italy and then COVID struck, it was like the universe saying to everyone, be still and know, be still and know. So for me about being still, you know that I love to meditate. I love to meditate. I love to I love to just be in the present moment. And so I do plan on going to Italy. Let me give you a little bit of a brief what's going on here. So this week coming, I'm on HGTV with Lara Spencer. We're doing a show called Everything But The House. It's an auction where I cleaned out my barn in upstate New York. And um, I put a bunch of antiques and Delmonico memorabilia and all of this stuff on the auction block to raise money for the Open Land Trust Foundation because land around us where I have the barn is really, really important. You know, I bought this 11-acre farm with the intentions to bring it back into a thriving ecosystem. And so if you're interested in being part of that ecosystem and you're in the New York tri-state area, please email me, max at maxtucci.com. I really am going to start talking to more farmers and figuring out ways where we can bring this property back to a thriving ecosystem. So we're filming the show now with Lara Spencer. It will air. I'll keep you uh, up to date as to when that will be. And in the meantime, I've got to give you an update because, as you know, Rizzoli is publishing my cookbook, The Delmonico Way. And it's a cookbook about growing up in Delmonico's and all the life lessons that I learned from Delmonico's and how to be a host and how to cook and how to just really elevate the experience of hosting and dining and celebrating life and self-worth. You know, I think self-worth is a huge important part of dining and going out and celebrating life because if you can't love yourself, how in the hell are you supposed to love somebody else? Ain't that the truth? (laughs) Well, anyway, so we're working now on a subtitle for my book, which is a little bit challenging, but um, we're going to figure something out and also who's going to be the forward. So there's a lot of movement. I thank you all for asking. I really appreciate your, your DMs and sliding into my Instagram and letting me know what's going on in your life because, you know, it brings me joy. Well, speaking of joy, speaking of joy, the holidays are around the corner, literally like within a few weeks. And it's always what gift <laughs> the holidays. What's a gift to give? And so for me, I love books, and I think books are a great gift because they're an expression of not only the author, but of our interests, because if a book I find interesting, you might find interesting. So it's like this wonderful ripple effect of giving a book. And the book we have, the author that we have on tonight is Debbie Travis. The book is Joy, Life Lessons from a Tuscan Villa. I just love the Life Lessons from a Tuscan Villa, because there's many. And Debbie Travis is an international television icon, a best-selling author, a newspaper columnist, a sought-after public speaker, and the center of a small business empire. She's had many shows. She's appeared on our beloved Oprah. And Oprah has called her the master of paint and plaster. And I was introduced to Debbie through, Noah. I just love my, I love, 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 the beautiful no, Sherry Salata. That's another great book. And so Sherry Salada was doing this Instagram one night and I tuned in with my mother and here we are. I hear joy, life lessons from a Tuscan villa. Looking for the keys to a vibrant, joyful, vital life? Lifestyle pioneer Debbie Travis has found them in the Tuscan hills and her lively, inspiring ways she shares how to bring all that healthful, magical home in joy. A glorious book infused with the warmth and color of life at the villa a 13th century farmhouse retreat to which she welcomes guests from around the world. And now she's welcoming you into her world via joy. Life lessons from a Tuscan Villa. So you can bring Debbie into your house with this book. And right now we're going to bring her here on Max and Friends. Welcome Debbie Travis all the way from the United Kingdom to Max and Friends. Ciao, ciao, ciao. Hello,
0: hello, Max.
2: Ciao, 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 my new friend. How are you? Joy rising moment.
0: <laughs> I am. I'm good. Um, yeah, we all need a bit more joy in our lives. And um, this came about, like you just said in your beautiful introduction, that um, that I hold retreats there. So, you know, after kind of getting a bit tired of the television industry and, you know, doing 20 years on HGTV, um, I bought a rundown villa. It wasn't even a villa. It's really it's it's my villa, but it was really an old farm. And uh, I I decided that you know every time I went there, it took me a long time to find this property but whenever we were there we felt so good you know you kind of eating all the time you're eating the carbs but you lose weight you know you're drinking more but you lose weight and and you you feel fitter and you and your face you know your skin looks good so I thought about 10 years ago you know I'm gonna build this so I can share it so people can come but not as a kind of a hotel but as a retreat center so it was a phenomenal success but one thing that's happened over all these years is that the same thing happens to all the guests they feel good they you know they they but then at the end of the week they all say well how do i bottle this up and bring it home and mm-hmm. so i thought well Maybe that's what the book should be. You know, how do you bring this home? Because not everybody can travel. Not everybody can come to Tuscany, and you know, and especially today when we've had kind of the joys zapped out of us um, on a daily basis, um, what can we do that really costs nothing? And it's these lessons that we learn from. When I, you know, when you say Tuscany, it, it's because Tuscany is a very, tradi- as you know, a very traditional place. Um, things have really, you know, they do the same things over and over again. You know, community is really important. All the kind of stuff that our grandparents did and our great-grandparents. So it's how do we bring a little bit of that back into our lives and what do we get out of it? So those are, those are the lessons.
2: <laughs> wow. We have got so much to talk about. I love the book, Joy, Life Lessons from a Tuscan Villa. I bought it right away on Amazon. The first night that I was on the phone with you, I phoned you and I think you were still in in Italy or you were driving to London or you were going somewhere. I don't remember. But I said, I'm ordering the book right now. And literally with Amazon the next day, it was there. So everyone, buy the book. Buy, 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 buy the book. It's on Amazon right now. You can get next day delivery if you're prime. It is a wonderful gift, not only for your family and for people that you love, but for yourself. It is the gift of joy in a book, and you can daydream about going to Tuscany. But before we get into the daydreaming and before we get into the wonderful, the wonderful imagery of Tuscany and what does that mean and the life lessons that we're going to learn here tonight, let's go back memory lane with you, Debbie Travis, and let's get into the genesis of where you were born and how, throughout your life, you ended up calling Tuscany home. Yeah. <laughs> Oh,
0: my God, a bit of a story. but Well, I'm from the north of England, so I was born in kind of, you know, north of Liverpool, if you will, where the Beatles are from, and, and, you know, if I talk to a northerner, I get a very, very thick accent. Um, And then I ended up working at the BBC behind the scenes, and I was sent to Cannes, to the film festival, and as a complete professional in my late 20s, met a guy... Packed up and left, <laughs> and I moved to tra- to, can- to I moved to tra- uh, to Canada, and um, I had no skills really, and I didn't know what to do. So we bought an old house, and I started painting it with all the paint finishes that were really popular in the mm-hmm. UK, like you know, marbleizing and sponging and ragging and all this kind of stuff, and. Um, So I I did this and then I I started to smell a paint thinner all the time. And I thought, well, why don't I turn this into a video? So I made a video called Decorative Paint Finishes Made Easy, which became a huge bestseller in America and in Canada. And um, I mean, I sold like over a million copies. It was ridiculous. And it was sold (laughs) in gift shops. And it was in the old days of VHS, and you know everybody was into the how-to thing. Anyway, as things, and then one day, and they were starting all the cable networks, and somebody asked me if I would make this into a TV show, and I thought, how do you make a TV show about paint? Anyway, it exploded, and the very first series was called The Painted House, which was fourteen. Uh, series and um, it ran for many many years and then it you know it was I got invited on Oprah so I became a regular on that and the Today Show and all this kind of stuff and then ended up on HGTV and then did another series called Facelift and and it was the bit it it was really the basically the first decorating show in North America and and it was at a time where people were really embracing all this stuff, and there was I in a pair of overalls, splattering paint all over walls, and uh, and 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 then the books came, and the and the columns came, and all that kind of stuff. And I did it. For, I did. I did it for a long, long time. And we have our own television company, which we still have. But like many people, you do the same job for the, a lot. of... You know, even though I love the television industry, but it started to feel a bit like kind of deja vu you'd sit in meetings and it's like oh god I've heard all this so many times before and you know uh, I I just got a bit tired of it and anyway we ended up filming in Italy and the whole experience it was a small crew low budget and we were just going from one place to the and there was constantly things happening you know as you know you spend a lot of time there little daily events you know like you stop somebody on the side of the road to ask the way and they get in the car you know it's like what (laughs) if that happened in florida you'd call the police you know so it's these these tiny and that's happened to me many times these little incidents that happen you know you stand at the post office and somebody invites you to come back and see their chickens and then you go back for their chickens and you end up for. like oh it's just the daily life there and as you said earlier you kind of learn to step back and just as they say in italy piano piano slowly slowly yeah. take your time yeah. and it sometimes hard. it drives you it doesn't it sometimes it drives you insane you know like what would take 5 minutes to do in the us will take you 5 days uh,
2: if, <laughs> if, you're if, <laughs> if you're lucky
0: if you're <laughs> lucky if you're lucky and 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 so but but you put you kind of weigh it all up and 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 your heart is quite full you know and and so that's when we had this idea first of all just to buy a holiday place and then it and then I thought well if I don't have guests I'll end up you know drinking gin at nine o'clock in the morning type of thing with nothing to do (laughs) um And then I started to open this up as a retreat and it was, and it's mostly North Americans Mm -hmm. and a few South Africans and Australians and stuff. And you put 20 people together who don't know each other and it just is wonderful. So we do mostly women's ones, but now we've started classic car rallies and gourmet food ones. And now the guys are coming and, you know, and, and it's just it's a holiday that's very different because you know we do everything for you and people leave feeling just wonderful
2: and again full it's about joy. buckling this up yes full you're of joy full, full of, joy. of joy you know there's so much that happens in italy you know i we share i think we're you and i are part of a very unique club in the sense that we have homes there but you know i'm i'm a new yorker and you're you're from uk so it's very different to be a foreigner and go to Italy because it's easy to fall in love with it. But you once we have to adapt to a new way of life... You know, I remember when my father passed away and I inherited the villa. I was very young, so I really didn't have much say in the renovation of it. But then I was getting older. I'm like, what am I supposed to do with this place? <laughs> with this place? And then under the Tuscan sun happens, and then all these Americans start moving to Florence, and they think it's just so easy to go there and that Marco's gonna show up, this handsome Italian on his Vespa and yeah. whisper. Away. Doesn't happen. <laughs> you know, it's, there's but a you, lot but of years. You know, <laughs> but-
0: It it doesn't, but Francis Mays, who wrote Under the Tuscan Sun, um, I was exactly one of those people. I read that book inside out, back to front, saw the movie, and you have this romantic idea. And a lot of it is true. I moved there when I was renovating, so it took me five years. This was pigsties and and trees growing through you know, the center of the building. And and it took me five years to do it. And most of the time I was on my own and I didn't speak the language and I didn't know where to get my hair cut. I didn't know where to go to the dentist. And so one day I Googled Frances Mays and I found a phone number, Mm -hmm. an Italian number, and I rang her up. And I called her, and she she answered the phone. And she's written many, many books. Right. Um, anyway, she answered the phone, and I said, look. And she's in Cortona, which is half an hour. It's a small town, half an hour from my village. And I said, look, I read your bloody book. I'm now living here. What have I done? I don't know anybody. She says, come for an aperitivo. Come to my house. So, you know, she has this beautiful southern drawl. Because you know when you read a book, you read it in your own dialect, your own yeah, you know. And then I, you know, she opened the front door of the beautiful Bramasoli her house, and, and with this beautiful voice, and we've become firm, firm. That was like over ten years ago, and we're the closest of friends and And she really introduced me to everything. This is where you go get get a pedicure. this is where you go for this. This is where you buy your tile. this is yeah. where you, and 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 she's amazing and and she's never stopped. she's still
2: at it, you know. I have to ask you this question because many people have read the book. but what under the Tuscan sun, but what gave you the courage to pick up the phone and call her? Well, because I was so lonely.
0: Uh, you know, it, it's really this, you know, be careful what you wish for, because I became completely, and I've met so many people who do the same thing, completely um, obsessed with this renovation. You know, and you know, th- people think of Tuscany as, like you say, the cypress trees and the the beautiful sunshine and the these amazing summers and the olive groves. Well, in you know January and February, it's pretty awful with the rain and the drizzle and the blah blah blah, and 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 so I. And, and and it does get lonely and you need a kind of in yeah. to meet people and that's what she did she kind of put her arm around me and it's very easy there to do that so I have mm-hmm. friends from Baltimore, from New mm-hmm. York you know friends from all over the states and mm-hmm. it's very easy to make friends because you've all got this thing in common so you sit in a, a cafe and, and you hear somebody next talking English and you go Oh, where are you from? Do you live here? They, when they say right. yes, say, "Oh, I live here too," and like you and I, you know, um, you you just have this kind of security blanket that people yeah. aren't going to go, oh, push off, you know, like Sherry, Sherry Salata. So she contacted me. She came to see me in October and spent two days, and now she's bringing a group of her followers in right. um, in 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 in, in uh, May and so excited about it. So she's got lots and lots of, you know, she was Oprah's executive producer and, and is really, yes, for a long, long (laughs) time. So we'd know, we'd know. Yeah. We, she was my boss when I was on the show. And, um, so we, we she came to stay in October and we had an amazing time, like for two days, and then she's coming back in May. But you know, you've got this thing in common, you've got this this bond. So one of the problems people have is they got they worry about that. But there are companies and and a lot of American women actually who who I've become friends with who help you, who mm-hmm. you know you not just to buy a property but to to go through i mean and you don't have to do the big renovation right you know there are things already ready done I, but it's the fun and the challenge of it and every day just makes you smile it makes you scream as well but Absolutely. you know you're going through this yeah, I'm doing the drawings of the renovation in the, in the mud. Not and in the end, the build there were like 80 builders there over these five years, and most of them speak English now because I'm so useless with Italian. Um, and still, really, uh, have. But if I can do it, you know, anybody can, and. It's like if you go on holiday, I think you go somewhere on holiday, let's say you go to Jamaica or something, and you go to a beautiful island, and you're like, oh, what would it be like to live here? And then maybe after the holiday, you're thinking, nah, nah. Well, we did that for many times in Italy, and we always kept saying yes. And I Mm -hmm. think if people are fascinated by this idea, one of the best things to do is what we did, is don't go to a hotel, rent a property, which there's loads of agencies... Yeah. and yeah rent something every year with your family and friends share it's a really cheap holiday because you know some of these properties are so they're all farms so they're really right. big and and you share with four couples and 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 it's really not that much and you you know the great thing in italy is you go to the markets you cook together mm-hmm. and you really get to know that area and i did that for about 12 years you know first yeah. with my kids and then and then when the kids were you know were too old you know, when they were teenagers and they didn't want to come anymore. Then it just adults and biking holidays, all that kind of stuff. And um, and you get the to know the area yeah. you like.
2: You know, the possibilities are really endless. And what Italy offers, and I think anywhere where our heart is calling, offers is relaxation and and curiosity and daydreaming and one thing about Italy you know it's funny because Obi which is like the Home Depot of Italy I become friendly with everybody yeah. at Obi yeah. <laughs> they know that they're like ah americano well, no, massimiliano
0: <laughs> uh, you know? well, you're lucky you're lucky to have one like a, a big box store if i want yeah. to, i remember going there and asking where i bought a hammer and they said at the butchers of course and i'm like oh okay so you go and see Giovanni in the butcher, and he's got he's got a hammer under the counter. He sure <laughs> So does. yeah, I, I have to go a long way to get to one of those big places. But yeah, but you no, know, before, and, that, and that's you
2: know so with Florence, say, yeah, yeah. Sorry, with Florence, everything's a little more local. But when you you know you have a you're a good drive into the countryside. So let me ask you this question, because you know there's so many beautiful places in Tuscany. And I just bought a farm in just outside of New York, about an hour out of New York City. And I always say that a house doesn't you don't find the house. The house finds you. So when you were in this Absolutely. process, of looking for a home for a villa for something that you wanted to say, this is where I'm going to walk in. It's going to it's going to meet me and, and give me joy. Wh- where was it that when was it that you found this place and said, aha, this is it?
0: Well, that's, an, that's a, a, a fantastic question, because what happened was, first of all, the real estate to lunch, they are ridiculous. So basically, it's because it's really funny. If you live in Florida, and you're selling a house in Florida, you will get an agent in Florida. You wouldn't get an agent in Vancouver, right? But mm-hmm. in Italy, especially in Tuscany, as I said, the real tradition is they don't want people to know they're having to sell. So they will get a- an agent like a 1,000 miles away <laughs> or whatever, you know. And, <laughs> exactly. and it's like, what? I know the area better than this guy. And he's flown in from Rome to sell. I'm like, what? Anyway, we kind of gave up. So mm-hmm. you end up, like everybody, finding a property through, you know, the baker's, butcher's, uncle's, hamster's friend. You know, I mean, it's it's all through that loop. So my husband was there, and he went to see you know, we were taking turns looking and it was getting really hard. We were kind of on the vir- virtually giving up. And and so he went to see a property that wasn't on the market, but it was on the market because they didn't want anybody to know. And And it was a farm that went back to the 13th century and uh, very, very old and, and probably was derelict for long for centuries. And and anyway, he went to see it, and he rang me up. I was in New York at the time working, and he said, I found the right property. And if you don't like it, I will marry somebody in the village because I'm moving here. <laughs> so, so on that happy, no- on that happy note, <laughs> um, I flew over. And I really didn't have the time because I was filming. And so I flew um to Tuscany and, and he was at the property and I came down in a rental car and it was pouring with rain and I hated it I, I wouldn't get out of the car I mean I'm in a in a kind of a farmyard pigs running past me and everything and I said I I, I I hate it I really hate it and he's saying you stupid woman look at the view and it was sheets of rain I couldn't see a thing So we went back to this little B&B we were staying at, and the next day was the typical Tuscan blue sky. Everything was opened up, and we went back, and and the owner had done something that night that was very clever. He'd taken, like, a Kellogg's cornflakes cereal box, and he turned it into a 3D model. And now I could see it, because there were pigsties and barns and this. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you need... You need something in Tuscany because it's all, well, the area we're in is part of UNESCO. It's a, it's a heritage site. So um, you need something called volume. You can't just build. So you have to have like a footprint of, of buildings. So he created this model, like an architect's model kind of thing out of, out of a cereal box. And suddenly it, it, it was like a light bulb went off. And, I you know, as as I'm, as I'm Yeah, and there's a pig walking past me as he says it, you know. But the view brings you to your knees, you know. It looks up to the ancient town of Multicultiano and Pienza and and its vineyards and rolling hills and it was like, I couldn't breathe. And um, so we didn't, pay that much for the property of course the next five years was like a a leaking drain of money but um but we but we we started from scratch i mean you know all the pigsties which weren't that they were built in the 50s and stuff was all knocked down but the main house which was remarkable you know i mean the walls are a meter thick and everything and so that we we completely restored but using old materials so i go to all these kind of um uh, sites and actually, we made uh, it's a really cool documentary. It's a six-part documentary, and you can get it. Oprah bought it, and now you can get it on YouTube. And it's called La Dolce Debbie. You should watch it, Max. It's really mm-hmm. funny, and it's basically the, exactly what I just told you. And it's a six-part documentary. I'm starting tonight <laughs> Yeah, watch I'm it. Start it's- watching it tonight. Get yourself a nice bottle of. And watch it because it really shows um, the scariness of the next chapter. Mm-hmm. You know, when you make this bridge to something new and you're like, what have I done? And that paycheck's yeah. not coming in. And, you know, you, you, you're like, because you can all dream this stuff. Um, but it was, it, 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 there were times when it was like, oh, dear, you know, oh, yeah. is this going to be a disaster? You know, um,
2: I'm, I'm, and when... You know, when we when I when I was given the villa, for many years it was, you know, taken care of, and then we had rented it, and actually Goldie Hawn had rented it, and Eva LaRue from CSI Miami. So we were having like all these beautiful actresses staying there, and you can feel the warmth in the villa. But these villas, if you're gone, they feel you gone, you know, and they react. (laughs) They react to you not being there, you know? Yeah, I and and, 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 many of those nights.
0: I'm sure a lot of your listeners don't know how much it costs to heat those villas. So when you go into these big villas, you know, and and in the old days, they had these enormous fireplaces. Well, of course, nobody can afford to light the fires anymore. And electricity and oil is so expensive. I mean, compared to the States. So, you know you end up like the italians living in one room in the winter because it's it's just so cold and and so the upkeep yeah. of them is is um, is Not quite, quite a bit
2: you know it's interesting but you're right. because i had someone renting an italian family a very you know a florentine family they had rented it for their in-laws and the in-laws had that mentality where we're going to stay in one room, just heat that whole room. And for four years, they stayed there. Well, in other rooms, there was mold and then mushrooms were growing. And it yeah. was like, oh. Oh, yeah. And Americans would never, and, they, and scorpions. <laughs> never. And And you know, but the other
0: thing is that now in Italy, a lot of the, um, a, a lot of the kind of things you can do are really very advanced. Like, for instance, all yeah. our, our sockets are for every country in the world, so you don't need adapters. You know, the, the floors are stone, but like just like in the States, they're all heated and cooled in the summer. You know, they close their places up and they live in one room. So, you know, we had to put all the latest technology in. You know, we have yeah. light switches, but you just wave at them. I mean, we're, we're a smart... I can't turn on anything because it's a smart house. And, you know, uh, so... One way to get your husband not to divorce you because I can't I can't turn a thing on on my own, but um, so I'm stuck <laughs> with him. But you know it's uh, it's just a different way of doing stuff, and yeah. and you know it's but you, it's like anywhere you take you've I think the difference is you've chosen to go there, so you're mm-hmm. a bit more determined to make it work. So if you move like in the states, if you move from New York to Wisconsin for work maybe you you know you 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 might not like it because it's not your thing or something right because you went for you went for work but when you've gone to a foreign country because you said i would love to live here i would love you know then that's your choice so you do try really hard and and you just have to embrace the good stuff and the good stuff is again like these lessons in the book. It's the simple things that we can bring home. We can bring this traditional thing of Tuscany home um, and, and incorporate it in our lives. Just simple things like, you know, going and
2: getting a coffee and sitting down. Yeah. Whereas, you know- But you know what, Debbie, we're going to talk about that because we're going to get into the lessons when we come back. We have to take a quick break and play a song. Okay. And then when we come back, we're going to jump into the book joy life lessons from a tuscan villa we're gonna learn about the lessons and also we're gonna talk about my big italian adventure which is lorraine bracco's new show and how she bought a a villa for one euro and turned it into her home we're gonna play a song right now one of my favorites called beautiful light because it brings me joy and when we're back debbie travis is still here and joy Life lessons from a Tuscan villa is our conversations. We'll be right back. And while we're in the in while we're taking a break, go right now and go find La Dolce Debbie and watch it. We'll be right back. I'm your host, Max Tucci for Max and Friends. Stay tuned. LA Talk Radio and all podcasting platforms. This is Mask and Friends. I'm your host, Max Tucci. (laughs) Welcome back to the show. That was beautiful one by, I love my Astros. That song brings me joy, and so does the book, Joy, Life Lessons from a Tuscan Villa. There's a show right now you can all go watch. It's a 6 park talk called La Dolce Debbie. My guest, Debbie Travis, is back. Debbie, you know, I was just reading here. I have the book, so, you know, I know about all these life lessons in it. And I love the fact that you incorporate life lessons, you incorporate food, you incorporate your experience. You know, no experience is ever wasted. And this book is really a testament to that. So let's get into Joy, Life Lessons from a Tuscan Villa, and why you decided to write about life lessons.
0: Well, it's like I said earlier, you know, it's really when people came to the retreats that we hold there, they all felt so good. And then they said, well, how do I bring this home? And then, of yeah. course, there's lots of people who can't come to Tuscany. There's people who don't right. want to fly at the moment. Um, and, or you know, so it's a way of bringing it back. But it's also full, full, full of beautiful photographs. And they were taken by a photographer I know in North Carolina, and um, she came out and she followed me around for a month and she captured everything. I mean, we had no hair and makeup. We had no particular styling. We did it all ourselves. And I, I think the photos, if you don't read a word in it, your heart just goes, oh, I just want to incorporate that a little bit into my life. Exactly. And and that's,
2: yeah, You know, you talk about some very relevant things in the book, especially now with COVID. You know, the one, lesson one, um, well, let's talk about the importance of building a community. Why is community so important right now, more than ever? Well, I think. I've done three quarters of the book before
0: COVID happened. And then, of course, I was like, oh, I should just call the book Miserable or something because everything was so awful. <laughs> but then, and, and even worse in Italy, it was awful. But sure was. You, you watched how, yeah, you know, and the way the Tuscans live is um, they're wall towns. The, these 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 villages and towns and cities have walls around them. And that was in the medieval times. They were built to protect the people inside from you know, the bad guys type of thing. Um, But it also created the way the Italians are, their personalities, and that is community. And we've gone the other way, you know, in North America and in the UK, where we all moved out to suburbia or high up into high rises and stuff, which kind of destroyed community because when you come out of your house, you get into your car and you drive. So... We can't change that, but what we can do is reinvent it. So we we know community is important and loneliness before and now escalated because of COVID. Loneliness is epidemic now and it's bad for our health. It's it's one of the worst things and we're learning now a lot about loneliness. But so community, everybody supports each other. So a small rural area in America still has that. But, you know, in a lot of places, they don't. So we have to create community through joining things, creating walking clubs. If you don't know one, start one. You know, foraging, which is a big trend in Europe now, you know, where you go, in, go, into the, go on the side of the highway and and learn about different leaves and, and herbs that you can eat. And And, yeah, it sounds a bit like, oh, God. But, you know, you get together with a group and you learn something, you meet new people, and maybe, you know, you do something together again the next week. Or cooking. Um, if you go out on any nice day on a Sunday, you'll see the old ladies, the nonas, the grandmas rolling pasta. Mm. It's not because, you know, they they can't buy good pasta in the store, they can. But it's about getting together. They're having a good complaint about their kids. They're moaning about their husbands. They're talking about who did what in the village. But <laughs> but when you're together, when you talk to somebody or you cook together or you eat together, you know, you're creating all these hormones and, you know, the cortisol levels, the endorphins, all this kind of stuff. So we have it on it. You know, we have the kind of the science behind it. We have a, an amazing nutritional therapist who wrote the science behind this stuff very simply so i said you know what i if you can explain it to me about endorphins and things like that then i can explain it to everybody else and there's a there's a rhyme and reason you know like at the moment in england we've had um no sun since i got here a week ago and you start to feel that you know we need the sunshine we need to go out because we can feel ourselves getting down so we all know this stuff but if you tell people the simple science behind it it starts to make kind of makes sense and these yep. are easy things so like you know just you say about community so I put jam making in making jelly mm, so if I somebody had it. said to me I know but if somebody had said to me five years ago you're going to be making jelly I'd be like not a chance <laughs> but but you know when when plums are in season or peaches are in season invite three friends and tell them all to bring three friends and their own jars and all, all make the jam together. It's not about the jam or the jelly. It's, it's about, about the it's fun eerie. you're going to
2: have. Absolutely. Exactly. You know, there's that movie with Diane Keaton called Baby Boomer, and she bought that house in Vermont, and she ended up making jam. And I always refer to the new farmhouse. I said, did I buy this farmhouse to start making preserves? But, you know, there's the joy in being on the land, too. And when when we work in dirt, especially in, in gardening, our endorphins are just filled with this, like, this smell of earth and the connection with earth but what's really important too what i've learned and what you talk about is a good night's sleep so let's talk about a good night's sleep and why that became a part of your book well italy the one thing
0: italians are is they do they have routine in their lives so if you fly over italy at a certain time you'll see all the lights go out at the same time you know they have a siesta i think they invented this siesta but they also have things like shutters so they don't have curtains or drapes they have shutters so you know it's because it it literally blackens the room so i put all these kind of tips in there that you can then incorporate like you don't have to put expensive shutters on but you can do blackout curtains you know, how they drink coffee. And, and you know, a lot of people say, um, oh, you know, I can't nap because if I nap, you know, I feel all groggy the rest of the afternoon. But it's the length of time. And I used to say that. But it's because I, if I took a nap, it was, it was too long. So if you nap, if you watch the Italians, what they do is they take a siesta for 20 to 30 minutes. So you don't go into a deep sleep You just go into a light, rejuvenating sleep. So if you can take 20 minutes, instead of fiddling around on your Instagram or phone or whatever at lunchtime, take 20 minutes and literally put your head down somewhere, even if it's on your desk or on the floor or wherever you are, and it'll rejuvenate. And if you have a coffee before, that will... um, that will give kickstart when you wake up. The caffeine will come in. Now, the Italians, if anybody's been to Italy or, to, you know, sat in a, a piazza in Rome, knows that you, you never order a cappuccino Mm-mm. because they don't. Cappuccino is mostly milk and the yeah. milk, the lactose is full of sugar so you have your 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 sugary coffee your milky coffees in the morning you never have them in the afternoon because again that might kick in at 11 o'clock at night so you yeah. can't get to sleep
2: um, so and, funny and you s- say that because one way that I always knew there was an American in town was that they would order a cappuccino at three o'clock in the afternoon. And I would say, exactly. Americano, <laughs> Americano. But we have to wrap this up in just a few moments. So there's so much to talk about. There are other lessons that are in the book. There's so many staying active, which I know you are because you've talked about it here. The book is called Joy, Life Lessons from a Tuscan Villa. I'm your host, Max Tucci on Max and Friends. My guest is Debbie Travis. Debbie, we're gonna. how do we find you off of off of Max and Friends, and if we're buying the book now, but we want to stay in touch with you, how can we do that?
0: Well, first of all, I'm on Instagram as well, so Debbie Travis. Um, And if you just Google Debbie Travis in Tuscany or Tuscan Getaway, um, Tuscan Getaway is our website, and it's all the information on there. And then there's a second Instagram called Tuscan Getaway, um, and that's just pictures of the villa. It's just to get you inspired. But, you know, um, just go on the website and you can see, I mean, your heart will blow up when you see the pictures. Beautiful. Um, and, yeah, and just Google me. You can see everything there Definitely.
2: if you want. <laughs> now, Debbie, you know, the book is a bestseller in Canada. Congratulations. And what do you think it's you. getting from other countries in America?
0: Well, it's doing really well in the states. So you know, it's it's Penguin Random House in New York, um, and um, and and the same in Toronto, um, and um, yeah, it's it's a, it's my eleventh book, but this one is a real picture book. It because I did eight decorating books, and and you know, and they were all great, and you know, it was so great to have them on Oprah because you go zooming to number one just because you're on Oprah. But um, but this book is is is. You know, he's obviously written, and it's got all these lovely lessons. But it's just simple and and sweet pictures that you can. You don't have to really leave your own home, but you can say, you know, I can, I can just add that little element in yeah. to my life to make things a little bit easier. Even if it's just smiling at people, because if you look at lockdown and and this wearing a mask and how that took away our smiles, and I know we've got a long way to go. But we understand it a bit more. We understand how we miss each other. Um, and and again, just bringing these ancient, like your grandparents lived, just bringing a little bit back into your life. You know, yeah. Americans are very friendly. But, you know, sometimes you have to be do more than just say good morning. Sometimes you have to say, do you want to come around for a coffee? Or do you want to come yeah. and make
2: uh, pasta? Oh, the invitation is such a difference good. in life. Yeah, the invitation to one home. Is you're inviting someone to your heart. I always say you're not inviting them to your home, you're inviting them to your heart. So we also have to acknowledge Jackie Brown because she did some amazing um, recipes for the book. And which leads me to the next question I have for you, Debbie Travis. If you could invite anyone to the villa for dinner, dead or alive, who would it be?
0: Oh, let me think really hard. There's this guy called Max Tucci. I would love him to come. <laughs> and I would. I would try and cook for him as well as your ancestors. I know you, you're gonna be first on my list as soon as you're there. Come and have dinner. I'm there. We'll
2: compare I... we'll come we'll compare Wisteria in April. We will, we will. I am so there. I'm gonna bring you my book, The Delmonica Way. You'll sign me your book Yay. We'll have a good party. And what I would love to do after the show, well, you know, when after the holidays, when things are a little more calm, speaking of the holidays, go buy the book now, Joy, Life Lessons from a Tuscan Villa by Debbie Travis. But Debbie, I would love to curate, um, you know, the Delmonico Way doing some kind of a dinner retreat at your villa so we can bring some of my American friends. You know, a lot of mine have been to my home, but I always love to have them go to others and experience other homes there. So we'll plan something in the works. But before we do that- That would be amazing. I want to take a moment to just thank you so much. I know that you 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 live one of your lessons because you do live an active life, and I'm so grateful that you were able to come and hang out with me here on Max and Friends. And I, my intentions, really, I want everyone to buy the book because joy is something we need more of. And if you can open up a book and daydream about being in this beautiful place of Italy, then it's giving you the opportunity to just daydream more and dream bigger and never stop dreaming. And remember, if you can see it in your mind, you can create it in your reality. So maybe your next trip is gonna be on a flight to Italy, staying with Debbie Travis in her villa and where you're gonna find that joy and you'll learn her life lessons from a Tuscan villa. Before we go, Debbie Travis, what do you want people to take with them into this next moment?
0: I um, now I need I, I needed some joy in my life and and just flicking flicking through it will make you feel it just make you smile so I want to you know I wish I could hand everybody a copy and just say enjoy this book um, yeah and and find joy find joy in the smallest things.
2: I'm enjoying the smallest things. Well, I found joy in our conversation, Debbie Travis. Thank you so much for being here on Max and Friends. And until we speak again, I'm going to let you all know, my listeners, I love you for tuning in. Until we meet again, good night and good karma. And remember to take life to the max. I'm your host, Max Suchi from Max and Friends. Good night, good morning, and good afternoon. Bye, Debbie.